Youth ministry can always use some big ideas. Ideas that are faithful to relational ministry, but also provide some crazy, fun, and life-giving resources for youth leaders, youth in leadership, and the church. Now that's religion. This is the Big Ideas in Youth Ministry Podcast. Your source for information, discussion, and feedback in youth ministry of all shapes and sizes. Now, here are your hosts, Michelle Thomas-Bush and Cliff Haddocks. Jacob Kennedy. I guess they would describe me as a first-time, long-time listener. Now I'm actually on the <laughs> podcast. Welcome to the first, show. Yeah. First-time guest, long-time caller. Yeah, yeah long-time for sure. Listener, Absolutely. Long-time lurker. Long-time lurker. Yeah. Excited. Okay. So we are gathered here on the precipice of the summer months, the summer activities, which traditionally is a big time for youth ministry, but it's usually a different time. It's not our week-to-week thing. It's sometimes where the big things happen or the unusual things happen, and we're still in an unusual season. So as we gather together in this time, myself, Cliff Haddix, Michelle Thomas-Bush, John, and Jacob, we're here as part of Big Ideas in Youth Ministry discussing what are we doing with this summer? And I don't know that we have easy answers. We don't have any easy answers. No. No, it's I think we're in a new time for the church. And that's a struggle too, is how do we connect and reconnect with our young people as during the summer days? Um, and what do what is youth ministry gonna look like in these new COVID days? What do you think that it will look like? Or what struggles do you have? John, tell us where you're from. Sure. So I'm at uh, First Presbyterian Church of Durham, which is a 500-ish member downtown church. We are the kind of church where very few of our youth go to the same schools. And so we are always building community because it's always at at issue. Um, And just about all of our members go by several other churches and often another PCUSA church to come to us. Um, And so somebody in that family has to be committed to First Durham for that to be a First Durham family. That person is not usually the 14-year-old. Okay. Good to and know. so that's that's where we are, um, and we also have a sort of a downtown landlocked space. We don't have a lot of outdoor space. Um, we don't have a space where I feel comfortable doing things after dark outside in okay. our neighborhood. Jacob, tell us where you're from. Yeah, I'm from Fort Hill Presbyterian Church in Clemson, South Carolina. So we are a very university town through and through, and we're a university church through and through. A lot of our members are people associated with Clemson University or retired students or faculty or administrators. Our youth program is, you know, 30 to 40 youth that come on an average week. We're larger, and that's because our church itself is larger. We're about 738 members. Um And kind of like John, similarly, we are in a downtown landlocked space. We don't have a lot of recreation space, but differently, I feel okay doing stuff outside after dark. Um, It's a very small town feel in a town that grows to over 25,000 people in August every year and then shrinks again in the summer. Um, And I think the summer's an unusual time, so... Mm. um, are there some ideas or things that youth ministry leaders can be doing in the summer that might help them reconnect and connect with their young people in these new COVID days? Do y'all have some thoughts on that? Well, I'm I, I I'm a movie buff. I'm a movie. I've always been a movie buff. I one of the things that it happens in our town during the summer 
is there's what's called the cool movie series that is done commercially downtown in one of the old theaters in town and they will show all the classics so goonies uh star trek 2 and 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 you'll get to go have that visceral combined audience response of laughter and which gets exponentially bigger because oh there's people with me and if you have a, I know that yes, you have a space you could be outside. You not so much, but we have space behind our church, and I've been pitching for a while. I'd like to see us start doing outdoor movies during the summer months. Now, granted, the balance there is you got to wait for it to get dark, and in the summer, yeah, it's a little bit late. But, but I think for young people, yeah, especially high school students, late night is a better time for them because they're not working. Yeah, and in our town, we have probably three or four summer movie series. Yeah, and I hadn't even thought about that. So, Cliff, thank you for that yeah. idea. You also, I said, I think said a very important word in outdoor. Yeah. Because we're at a point now where we've been low COVID for a little while. We're maybe headed back up. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm we still. Some wood. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and I think we still just there. There, I think it is safe to presume unpredictability. Yeah. Right. And so outdoor is one of the yeah outdoor is one of those buffers and. Granted, then your the weather becomes at issue, but it's easier to negotiate the weather. I I learned a lot about the Durham Park system and who has picnic shelters, right? Because mm. that's where those are, you know, for us landlocked. Those are the places we could be outside yeah. when it got gross outside. The other the other thing is, and I'm always thinking of of uh, what is the uh, optics for when the church is alive, mm-hmm. and if you have a big movie going on in your that can also draw community as well as youth. Maybe your youth actually host it. Right. And you, you could have the youth host around. it. They could, they could pop the popcorn. They get them the right. goofy little old school, you know, hats for that they, they would wear at the movies or whatever. And they host it for the community. Could and, be a and fundraiser. They, they could be a fundraiser. Now, I will say, and I know a little bit about this. There are rules behind publicizing movies for an right. outdoor movie series like that. Tell us um, those. You are not allowed to put a big sign in your yard that says, hey, Spider-Man is here on Friday. Okay. You can show Spider-Man, and, but you can't publicize the name. They can call the church and find out that that's what you're doing. Mm. But you're not allowed to advertise, hey, this movie's being shown here free on that night. And, yeah, and an affair, if you can avoid Disney movies – you get a lot less problems because <laughs> they're really particular about how you do show their movies if you do in a public venue. Um, I know that there was a church uh, in a former community I worked in that they had a big publicity sheet coming out for a one of the more popular movies that had just been released on video, and they got a cease and desist. You know, you can't publicize that you're showing our movie for free. You can't show movies in homes, so is that and right? homes, homes so is homes is fair a- game. But again, once you start publicizing and putting like in a sign or something for that's that's where it gets murky. So you want to get be a no, surprise mystery. Movie. It could exactly it could be a surprise mystery movie. In fact, that can be even more fun because you don't know until it pops up on the screen what you're showing. I was thinking about um, smaller churches that are struggling with youth leaders. Mm-hmm. I'm at a bigger church and we're struggling with youth leaders. So I'm, I can only assume if you're at a tiny church that you might also be struggling. And one thought I had is to rely on some of the matriarchs, patriarchs mm-hmm. of the church to host a party, because I know I can call 10 uh, older adults in the church, uh, empty nesters, and they would love to have the youth over they would provide the popcorn and the snacks and the drinks, and it might make some connections 
to be some potential youth leaders. So I hadn't thought about a movie night uh, for them hosting. I was really thinking of, you know, let's do some cookouts or feasting on the word where um, my uh, low-tier chef, uh, who's an empty nester, might teach the youth how to cook, grill out, make appetizers, party food, and then you do a Bible study with it. But a movie would be great, too. I have whole generations of youth out there that know how to make fajitas and guacamole yeah. because of youth group. And I taught exactly. them. And, yeah, and how to properly carve up an avocado. Well, and, and what's your go-to? <laughs> Don't you each have something that you go to for a party or yep. uh, that you bring? Do you have, like, I love to make buffalo chicken dip. Uh, Ooh, what do you make, choice. Jacob? Yeah, I made buffalo chicken dip this year for Trunk or Treat, which followed to an outdoor movie afterward for our high schoolers because we had school off the next day. Mm-hmm. And we got together and watched Hocus Pocus, and it was fantastic. So outdoor movies definitely do work. Um, What we do during the summer that our high schoolers really respond well to is the high school lunch bunch. So we get together on Wednesdays for lunch. Um, My youth really respond well to time around the table with one another. So that's kind of throughout our youth ministry. We do Sunday school breakfast club. We cook breakfast together, and we just talk. They want to fellowship, and they want to eat. meal is a great time. Yeah, yeah. And I had a text from a youth this past week who said, you know, Jacob, is lunch bunch coming back this summer? And I said, absolutely. They're like, great, I can't wait. And we're lucky because from our church, we can walk to all of our— local restaurants yeah. which is awesome it is kind of odd though because they are college dive bars typically mm. so it is a little weird being a youth group walking in there but the the, the but bars are great, great food. Yeah. they have great food the parents mm. are okay with it and it's just part of our unique culture um we do a thing called quest for the best uh around the table as if you're thinking about meals and i think that maybe kari go forth kari morgan uh started this years ago and we've done Quest for the Best Pizza, and we rate it and put it out there. This summer, we're doing Quest for the Best Sunset Spot in Ooh, Charlotte nice. uh, with the high school, and then Quest for the Best Milkshake for middle school. And we're going to meet at the church to play some games. Do you think it'll bring the boys to the yard? I think it will. <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah. Just curious. Yeah. I All the boys. <laughs> All the boys. I'm sorry. It was right there. I, we, couldn't, uh, I couldn't resist. Around the table, we also did Fast Food Friday. Right. And so mm-hmm. we went right. to a different fast food place every Friday um, because some of our youth had never had fast food. Mm-hmm. So we thought that would be a fun thing to just explore. Ours, our version of that last summer, when things were particularly hard, was Sweet Treat Summer. And it was all, I, it was all ice cream places. And Durham is one of those communities that is growing like in real time. And so we had the like... Latinx owned ice cream place where all the, the flavors are a little cream. funky. Yeah, uh, like and just a lot of different things. And then one Sunday before worship, it was the donut place that everybody likes. Mm. And so it wasn't just that it was sweet treats. Yeah, it was sweet treats because I worry about you know we're we're a, for you know we're a smallish group. And what I worry about is if three kids have like lactose issues. Well, or... no trumpet lessons on yeah. Wednesdays, oh, yeah. and we're every Wednesday. Yeah, we're out of luck, and so to. I, I can't plan around everybody's schedule. So what I try and do is be reliable with some variation. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, like also I think that Sundays, at least for our youth, op, like a, a unit of sun, a unit of summer rather is a Sunday to a Saturday. Cause mm-hmm. that's kind of when camp is. And so you're either there that week or not, or mm-hmm. working that week mm-hmm. or not. And so to do things Saturday night, Sunday morning are kind of the in-between right, of right. those units of yeah. time. And I think that's the other 
piece too is finding times that work. And I've found that with Lunch Bunch, it works particularly well because all of my kids who have jobs are able to take that lunch break and they want to come and eat with us in youth group, which works, especially as we're seeing like job shortages all around the country. Mm -hmm. I feel like more of my youth now are of job age or more employed um, even then, you know, a few months ago. And so that has just ballooned. And so now if I can catch them on lunch break or after work, after right. five, I know I'm going to get a better response. That's what I'm thinking after eight mm -hmm. yeah. for some people. But, okay. Let me just throw that in and ask, uh, how many of your youth are working and were they working five years ago? <laughs> Neither Jacob or I had our calls five years yeah. ago. Uh, okay. <laughs> but I mean, to go back five years ago, I think there, there is more working now because I from the, from the previous now. I think that's right yeah and they're um, able to make a good bit of money this yeah. summer so even I think it's also a change in parenting that parents are seeing that their children can work mm -hmm. and it gives them some uh, responsibility and it helps mm -hmm. them be get to adulthood a little bit easier and do mm -hmm. some adulting skills um, so they're allowing that whereas it used to be your your job is a, to be a student I want to I want to pull out something, Michelle. You said in passing, but sort of the, the idea behind it when you were talking about empty nesters mm -hmm. who might want to feed people. Um, and what I heard in that is look at the resources that exist where you are exactly. and use those. Exactly. Yeah. And so what works for your church does not work for exactly. my church and yeah. vice versa. Um, and so even, our, you know, we have a lot of similarities like Durham's kind of a university town, too. But so much of what you said, I was like, oh, it'd be great to have that. I don't have that. Yeah. Um, but but to to, for me to be able to think critically about what I do have yeah. so that I can yeah. lean into it. And there may be people who, you know, their houses is not the place to host something, yeah. but there may be a cookout at the church. And so maybe you have college students that are coming back that have been a part of youth group, and they might do a cookout for the youth group. Yeah. So there's a – I'm going to drop a gamer term on you. There's a gamer term in terms of when you have your live stream that's called rating. And ratings is when you take your collection of folks and you go in hopes, in fun, invade some other established streamer's stream. I would suggest rating your organizations inside your church. Mm. If you have a quilters group in your church, have the youth just decide we want to show up and learn something one night that and is show awesome. up at the and show up there. If you have a woodworking a group, group or a bridge group or something like that, hey, let, teach us bridge. Maybe they'll hate the game, but you know, just to just show up. I think we and have, have a that, pickleball group. It, there you go. And but but again, it's intergenerational. And it's and it, again, it's it's. But you make it fun. Hey, we're gonna just show up and crash their event. And yeah, maybe check with the leader ahead of time, yes. let them know they're coming. But the youth don't have to know that they know no. they're coming. And they uh, would love it. Yes, the quilters would eat yeah. that up. And yeah. then you build those relationships because some of the best youth leaders are the unexpected. Yeah, yeah. So Wednesday nights in the summer in Clemson. So I love that. It's larger than just our church. It's nice for me because I don't have to clean it every week. And really what I have to do is just make sure the kids get there and get back safely. Um, but that's been super helpful for me and gives me a lot of energy because I can meet other people. I can meet cousins. I can meet brothers yeah. and sisters that I may not know, people who go to school together. And the amount of kids who I don't know who see in a store or a restaurant and say, hey, Jacob, what's up? And I'm like, who are you? And they're like, Wild Wednesday. Go, oh, yeah. That helps me. 
All right, so we just have a couple minutes. We wanted to just do a short podcast today to give some, throw out a lot of different ideas. So let me do one more round. What's one thing or two things that you could um, do this summer? Uh, I will tell you that uh, because kids love their vices, a jackbox night is always easy. Yes. And you could even spread out for that. You could do that with a projector in the lawn, you know, you, you, if you wanted to make it bigger. Um, granted, you're, you're limited by only so many can connect at a certain time. Or you can hire me to do a trivia night for a youth group. <laughs> That's a great, and, and I've done that before, and Cliff is amazing. He does great trivia. Yeah. I won the last time I played. Yeah, you did. I think, John, you've you're won a little biased. You're a little biased. Uh, we've had a throwback Thursday where we've done, like, go to the skating rink, go to places, the trampoline park, go to things that they remember from their childhood, and then we advertise with pictures of them from when they were younger at church, if we have those pictures. That's the best, is showing them themselves. It's, yeah, thoroughly idolatrous and effective. Yes. Um, So for a place like us, I can imagine a, like, because I think not only have folks not been around church, they've not been around, like, anything. And so we have a lot of really cool things in our, in and around Durham, like, there's cool to do, yeah. like there's a lemur center, which is a big deal. <laughs> a lemur center, yeah, I like love the, the like, I love lemurs. and I don't, yeah, no, and they're, yeah, exactly that. And so, like, to have something like where once a week or every other week, in between trips for me, like, it would be this is the reconnect. Like, yeah. we're gonna yeah. explore the lemur center. We're gonna explore Duke Gardens. We're gonna explore whatever. And some of them will have done it, and some of them won't have. But it's. I'm surprised yeah. at how few have done those things around their own towns yeah. because they're just trying to get out of town to do something. Yeah. yeah, and the mountains are our backyard, so our natural thing is to just go outdoors, which is hard because we're a downtown church, but we have the mountains. So we're going rafting this summer, led by a former Clemson student who was associated with the church. Um, and then we also have a youth who's a ninja warrior instructor. Oh, wow. And, which is really cool. And so I'm not sure I even know what that is. Yeah. But like the, the, high, the, the high agility um, uh, obstacle courses where you're like leaping and <gasps> swinging and climbing. Oh, right. that's awesome. And we have a gym in Wahala right down the road that right. does. It's kind of a combo trampoline park, but it's also a ninja warrior gym. So our youth, it, we're going to go there one day, and he's going to teach us some ninja warrior. I might need to look up ninja yeah. warrior yeah. gym. Yeah. yeah. I'm already sore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jacob, post some pictures. So we. Well, thank you all for doing this. This has been some great ideas. I'm getting excited about the summer and reconnecting with some of my youth. And I think one of the things I want to do is look at who I haven't been seeing and reach out to them in some new and different ways and intentionally invite them to some of these things. Wear sunscreen. This has been the Big Ideas in Youth Ministry podcast. Join us in the Big Ideas in Youth Ministry Facebook group to be part of the ongoing conversation.